Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Anyway, I want to read out this email to you. Hi now. I know you're great at getting advice from listeners for dilemmas. Well, I have one that I need advice and I, uh, all the advice I can get. I am married with three children, my oldest daughter who is now 22 and I have two sons, 17 and 14. My sons are well-rounded and good kids and are doing very well. My daughter started drinking when she was 16. She did really well on her leaving cert and went on to college to study law. She mixed in a circle of people who were drinking quite a lot and she went deeply into the alcohol abuse and eventually dropped out of her course and studies. She got a job in a local supermarket, but she lost that job and three subsequent jobs since. Uh, all due to the fact that she drinks too much and just can't get out of bed in the mornings. She still lives at home and she uh, lies and has become dishonest about her drinking habits. I see her regularly bringing bags of bottles to her room and I've seen empty gin and vodka bottles in the bin, although lately she takes them out and dumps them herself. She smells of drink all the time. We had arranged to go to AA last year, but she abandoned that idea. She's on a pandemic payment at the moment and it all goes on alcohol and she gives nothing towards her stay. Uh, She would starve herself if we didn't feed her and she has lost all responsibility for herself. Things have got worse last month when some of my jewellery went missing and I convinced myself that I mislaid it. Uh, But now money has gone missing from my bag and I asked my daughter about it and she admitted to the jewellery and said she had sold it online to get money. I'm devastated that she's now stealing from her own family. She is very remorseful and has promised to replace it in the future, but her life is going down the tubes. My husband and I have tried to talk to her and even got advice from support groups, uh, but it's not helping and things are just getting worse now. My husband wants her out of the house as he fears she will continue to steal from us and uh, be dishonest to us. I'm begging him not to put her out, but I know he's right and and it might be the only answer, but maybe your listeners have been in this situation and have a better answer. Please help. Well... What do you do when you're living with an alcoholic? Is there ever any win? I mean, maybe you've been married to an alcoholic. Maybe you have a daughter or son is an alcoholic or a father or brother is an alcoholic. How did you handle that situation, living with an alcoholic? Because there could be more damage done to the friends and family around the alcoholic than the alcoholic themselves. Because of the stealing, the dishonesty, the way they drag them into your their world, that nightmare that they're in, they drag you into that. Is it easier just to get out? Or do you stay and support the alcoholic? What do you do in that situation? Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-0008. Maybe you can give me some advice for this woman who is listening to the show, by the way. We just didn't want to come on. We spoke to her already this morning. Didn't want to come on the show. Let me know what you think. What would you do? Would you just say, look, I've had enough of this now. We've tried everything. Get out. You're being dishonest. You're stealing from us. Get out. Or would you try your best and hold out and keep trying? Meanwhile, they're stealing and being dishonest. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Valerie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Valerie? I'm good, Niall. How are you? It's a heartbreaking story, actually, to be honest with you, isn't it? She's 20. I mean, how uh, young? Heartbreaking. 22. Her whole life ahead of her. Yeah. And dropping out when she had... She obviously is a very smart girl that she was able to do that course yeah. in the first place that she got enough points But that's she said. That. She said she did well in her leaving <coughs> cert and went into law. Yeah, but did something law. happen to trigger that... I mean, you know, it sounds like there's a little bit more has gone on there than just being locked in a room because of, you know, COVID or anything. I mean, has it been going on for a while? Did something happen mm. to cause that rather than it just being out partying when you're in college, you know? But she just said, when she, um, according to the email, she just got mixed up with the wrong crowd, I suppose. And that, I suppose that mm. can happen too, Valerie, you know? Yeah, maybe. Or did a trauma or something happen in her life, you know? Mm. If I was in that situation, um, and I see it myself with that age group at the moment, um, yeah. 
because they're locked up and they can't go out because I have a 21 year old son as well and um, he laughs at me because I, I'm actually don't drink at all hardly if yeah. I have a glass of wine um, it probably every six months that's it I just don't like the taste of alcohol which is probably unusual but that's just the way oh, I am Valerie I think I remember you you're the one whose son was uh, he had moved into his digs wasn't that right is that, is that, my, is that the right Valerie no 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 okay. I'm the Valerie <laughs> That my son is in Vancouver in Canada. Oh, right, okay, okay. Here. Do you remember? There's a couple of us. Were you were you but, were you sending money to him or something at one stage? Was I was. That? Yeah, I was that's got, right. I remember that. Uh, yeah, it was a soft touch. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So, how is he getting on in Vancouver, know, by the way? Great, but you know they all have great qualifications. They all have honours degrees and whatever. They even did a proper job between them. To be honest with you, yeah, the yeah. cost of living is so expensive over there. So they're gardening, they're working in pubs, they're working. In ski resorts, which is great, actually. They love that, so he's getting up to ski. And how's the lockdown affected his job, or anything? That's okay? You know, it's actually, he's working, would you believe it, in a bar or restaurant, and it's been open throughout it. Right, okay. Now, they are so much stricter over there. The second you arrive in Vancouver, they test you. You're put into their hotel for three days until the test comes back. Like Australia, yeah. A cost of 2500 and then if you fail the test, you're put in there for 10 or whatever number it is, 12 days for 10500 It's not optional. Right, okay. So, so life. Well, is that's what we should have done. There. That's what we should have done last exactly, year. It's a bit late doing it now. Be in the situation yeah. we're in now. Okay, but get, yeah. so getting back to this this girl who's <laughs> the alcoholic. I mean, she's now stealing money. She's stealing jewelry. She needs professional help now. It's kind of gone beyond the parents. First of all, I wouldn't have somebody if they had, um, if I had even an inkling that an addiction issue in my home with the with the door locked, drinking the door would be open, and you know. Um, they wouldn't have the opportunity to do it under my roof. I'm not saying do it elsewhere and it's okay. It's not okay to do it anywhere. But I wouldn't be giving her that level of privacy if I had to remove the door from the bedroom. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be happening. Yeah. Or coming in with bags with alcohol in it. But I and she's even the hiding roof, the empties as well now, she says. No, she's, yeah. she's a serious, serious problem. I mean, that's mm. obviously obvious. Gin and vodka, I, so she's on spirits. It's not just beer. I about. couldn't throw someone like that out in the street myself because I don't think that's going to gain anything at this stage. She'll get ten times worse and she might. they might be able to get her back. But I really actually think that she needs to do everything she can to get her professional help. Mm. They you did, know, they did uh, say they had, arra- I mean, this is how bad it's got. They arranged to go to AA last year. So she's obviously had this problem before COVID, by the way. So yeah, but last year, but she abandoned rehab, the idea. Say. Yeah, she abandoned the she, idea. She, she needs to go into rehab. Yeah. At 22, you know, it's and as sad, I said, sadly, it, it's very, very sad because it did used to shock me when my two were in third level. And a few times, because I'm living near to the city now, they'd use my house for pre-drinks before they go out. And I take a photograph one night of our dining room table because I was horrified because I don't even drink. And for the hour and a half that they were here, even these women, these girls that are like mm. size zero, they're tiny, beautiful girls. The way they were trying back to drink cans and naggins of vodka. And, but the table would be full from top to bottom of cans and bottles and everything. They'd nearly be falling down. I was horrified with it. I mean, it's, they, I, they, when you think of the word alcoholic... I mean, I think of my father, of course, because my, my father yeah, was an alcoholic. But yeah, you, you always think of older people as being not alcoholics. You know the young mean? people, it's a massive part of their life. Not at the moment because they can't go out and they can't go clubbing and partying. But what I have seen is, and I remember seeing two nights with my own son, and he's not even a drinker, to be honest. Yeah. He's a rock of sense. But I remember one night he said to me, Mum, I'm going to be on with four. The last night we're watching a movie together or whatever, and then, you know... They'd be playing music together, the guitar and everything, because they're, that, they're actually cracking up at this stage now. Yeah. He's been locked in his room since last March. Cabin fever. Fourth, year. Yeah. fourth yeah. year in university. So he has literally taught himself the last year of biomedical engineering he's doing, which is a very tough course. And um, 
so so he they're so so they're abiding by the rules to such an extent they wouldn't even meet for a coffee. So all he does is he goes for a walk twice a day for two quarters of an hour. That's it. It's very tough. He hasn't met anyone since last March. Mm. So he's cracking up. So what they're doing is they're interacting on the computer. They, they're playing FIFA, I think is what they're playing a bit. Mm-hmm. But he said to me a few different Saturday nights, Mum, do you mind if I, and he's 21, you know, um, I'm going to get a few cans and put them in the fridge there or whatever. So he drank four cans one night to me. Now that was excessive, but that's probably not. Right. But well, it's probably not excessive. <laughs> two nights yes, later. Then, no, but two nights later, he suggested doing the same thing. I said, you've got to be kidding. I said, you're not starting that, that crack down. Habits could start very easily in the situation we're in at the moment with that age group, you know? Yeah, and I suppose the bottom line, you're right. It's your home, so you can decide what happens and what doesn't happen in your home. Well, and, I, and I get the impression they've tried this with this girl, you know what I mean? They, they've spoken to her and, you know, she's remorseful and they are watching what she's up to, maybe, you know, monitoring that, you know, listen, what are you doing bringing all this drink into the house, etc., etc. But she just doesn't seem to care. It's not that she probably doesn't care. She probably can't, can't control it now. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. gotten a hold of her. Yeah. But as I said, I, I personally do believe that she needs um, professional help. I don't know if rehab is rehab open at the moment for people that have issues. Probably, like everything Can else. Can take people in? Yeah. They I do every, everything possible I could to get her into a place. But then again... I don't know if you can do that. I haven't been in this situation. I know of somebody that has. See, there's, di- there's the different family. train of thoughts. I suppose that a son or daughter, it might be slightly different, right? But if you have a husband or a wife who's an alcoholic, and I've talked to many people over the years in that situation, and they drag those other, they, you know, all those around them, they drag them down with them. You know, and, I have and a friend, her brother is one. Yeah. And I tell you this, he has been in rehab, I think, uh, 12 or 13 times yeah. with a young family. And we come out of rehab after not drinking for six months and within a month back on it again, day and night. Oh, Their lives have been turned upside down. But she, the, his partner keeps taking him back. I know, I know. And I, I don't know. I mean, this, I, I spoke to a woman there. Oh, no, it was a guy I had in the air about two years ago. And he yeah. told me he was so bad that on Stephen's Day, he took the kids Christmas presents and sold them. Sold them to get money for drink. Yeah. Do you remember the man that phoned you one time? He was living in a caravan or something. Now, he took ownership of what he did. Do you remember they had a huge mortgage? They lived a very affluent life. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do remember the man. Yes, yes. Remember him? It was heartbreaking, but at least, thank God, he took ownership. And he was, you know, but he was living in a caravan now because they messed it got themselves in, you know. Yeah, yeah. split up. And he destroyed his own life and he admitted that he destroyed his own life. But listen, I have to go to break. Valerie, thank you very much indeed. Loads of those people texting in. Valerie said, stick with it. Try and get her into rehab. I think they may have tried that already. I mean, they obviously did try and get her into AA and they're going to, obviously, they said they're getting support themselves. So obviously they're speaking to other people in a similar situation, support groups of people who are living with an alcoholic. But what do you do? What do you do in that situation? Do you just abandon them? Do you kick them out? Does she kick her daughter out on the streets? That's what the husband wants to do. He's had enough of it. She's stealing from the family, stealing jewellery, stealing money, everything just to get alcohol. She's only 22. What do you do? Do you say, get out? That's it. Not under my roof. I mean, what do you do? There is only so much you can do to help somebody. Maybe you've been in that situation. Maybe you are an alcoholic. What advice would you give to this person? Maybe if you're an alcoholic, you'd say, kick her out because it's not going to go away. Maybe you feel that way as an alcoholic. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Mick, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Mick? Noiler, how's it going? Listen, I always wanted to call you. How's it going, Boiler? All right? <laughs> I know, because Ashley says, the fellow oh, here in the line, he, her, yeah. he says he's always wanted to call yeah, you, Boiler. Listen, I can tell you your whole life story. I'm listening to you that long. <laughs> listen to me. And why uh, do you, yeah. By the way, if you've been listening to me that long, why did you wait till now to call in? Well... 
to be honest, I tried a few times and some of the things I was fucking going my head was well, watch, your, watch your language, now. watch your language there, sorry, Nick. Sorry. No, no time, this, that's fine. Yeah, this, this this poor girl, like the last thing them parents need to do is pull her out. I'm a recovered alcoholic. Oh, uh, how long are you after drink? Nine years. Good now, man. I've had two slips in nine years, I won't lie about that. But in that time, Noel, I, I buried my youngest daughter, only 17, and I was going to ring you about the Coco's Law because... My my daughter was, I believe she was bullied. She jumped off a bridge up in the M50. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear six that. Six years ago, you know, and it's hard. And every time I hear that poor woman and, you know... I Jackie used to Fox, say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to say involved with the... I was on the suicidal awareness watch where I live and I'd be getting texts every week or two and I had to stop because... No, that must... I tell you, I'm so... My condolences to you, make that must be something that never that leaves noise, you. I never lifted a glass. I never had a drink, you know? Yeah. Like, the stage I got out, I was at two litres of vodka a day. Two liters a day, a day. still mm. still functioning alcoholic, you know. Yeah, and this girl needs the problem with this country noil is like I have a good friend that went to has a problem and she went to a doctor last week and the doctor told her prescribed uh, antidepressants and got blood tests done. You're wasting your time, noil. This country needs. I eventually got one. You need an addiction doctor because he knows exactly what you're at. You know, my first doctor when I tried to stop was from a foreign country. I won't say what nationality, but they don't drink in that country. And he hadn't got a clue. He didn't know. He just kept saying, no, 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 give me anti- antidepressants. No mm. good. Yeah. That girl, you have to reach. Noel, my son picked me up. I was arrested three days in a row. And what were, you, what were you arrested for? Just sitting in a van completely off the head. No, I mean completely. Right. And this, I don't know where this woman came from. She's like a little angel. She came to the van and she said, look, are you okay? And I was crying. Yeah, yeah. And the police came and brought me. My son brought me home. And he showed me the next day to stay in the clothes. And what I drank in three days. No, it's unbelievable. I mean, this and when you, when, you, when you hear about she's stealing now from her parents. Yeah, right, so that's, see, this is it. This is what, and what happens is... What how happens come, by the way, me, I'm sorry for interrupting you, Mick, but how, how can you afford... I mean, you need to have a good job to be afforded no, two no, liters no, of alcohol no, a day. I, I, was, I was still functioning alcoholic. I was getting paid. I, uh, but what happens is, when I did eventually lose the job because of me drinking, you get to know people. I get paid on the doll on a Friday. He'd get it on a Saturday. She'd get it on a Monday. And that's how you survive. You'll always get money for drink. No matter what happens, you'll always find the money to get drink. That's mm. the way this disease works. You get it no matter what way you do it. You'll rob, you'll steal, you'll borrow, you'll tell. You'll just do anything. You'll tell lies. Anything. 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 Yeah. Noel, anything. You know, and I've been there. And it's a horrible, horrible place to be. But what I do say, and I'd say you, I'd say you lost friends, family, listen, people just didn't yeah, want to know you yeah, anymore. I, I only had a meeting last night, and I shared about it. There was a woman there, God love her, and she she's worried about her kids losing her kids, and, and I just got in and I shared, and I was saying that, look, I lost my kids for about six months. I didn't lose them, Noel, but they wouldn't answer the phone to me. Or I'd say, yeah, hell yeah, that'll be it. My son said, Dad, there you go now. That's what you drank in three days. Now you can go and get help, or you can go back out and die. And thank God I took the right road, you know. Yeah. Thank God. But AA yeah, no, I'm, I'm is the only that. way that works, Noel. AA, you go there and you listen to people. Even last night I heard a woman saying something and I said, oh, that was me. Sorry, Noel. Yeah. That was me years ago, you know. And there's so many young women and young men come to our meetings. It's, it's really I mean, and I know, and to be fair, I know, it works for a lot of people. It doesn't work for everybody, but it works for a lot of people. No, Noel, it doesn't work. It works for everybody if... What happens is if you want if you, you want it to work, you, yeah, you have you to want it to work, AA, don't you? Noel. You don't get AA. AA gets you. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. AA gets you. Like when I was at the height of, I'd pull my curtains and I just drink there all day and night. Now I have the tools. 
Now we're having a bad day, which we all have bad So days. what do you do? Like, like an ex-smoker, for example. Like my partner is an ex-smoker. She hasn't smoked in 10 years. But if I'm having a cigarette, she says to me, my God, the smell of that is so powerful. I'd love a cigarette. Even 10 years later, right? Yeah. So I imagine it's the same with alcohol. Yeah. So wait, when you're out somewhere or you yeah. see somebody having a drink and they're going, ah. I tried this. No, and you were saying to yourself, God, I'd love a drink. What yeah. do you do? How do you control that urge then? And I'll tell you what I do. I used to go in in the early days to me mates and they'd be all points and I'd be on the point of right being only fooling myself and a week later I'd go back and say ah oh, here I deserve a drink yeah. uh, I went to a wedding say seven years ago my niece got married down the country and they were all saying Mitch you're great you're great never had a drink and they were all asking for it a week later when I got home I said never the wedding ah oh, here you deserve a bottle so now what you have to do in is you have to get rid of all your old friends and your old company you know you just can't go near them you have to stay well clean slate you have to just, yeah, you can talk to them on the phone. Now, I know my friends are all still drinking, but I know to a certain time of the day I can answer the phone. After that, I don't, because they're drunk, and I don't want to talk to them. Christmas, I go to the kids, I have dinner or whatever, and if they start having a drink, an hour later, I'm saying, good luck, see I'm you gone. later. Yeah. And I'll come back. So in other words, you, you, you have to, to some extent, avoid situations that will put you in that, in that situation where you're going no, to have to I was a really, I was, I was thousands of friends, and it showed the day of Danielle's funeral, but my real friends now are in AA. Oh, poor Danielle. I'm, I'm thinking of Danielle now. You have yeah, me thinking I, about I, her now. I, I meant to ring you about it. You know, I really yeah. did. It was in the paper and all. Oh, I know, I know. It probably never leaves you, Mick. But time, no, time is no, a little bit of a healer, you know. Come and buy her bridge. She jumped yeah. off a bridge at the M50. I just oh, came by there and all the flowers are there. I put flowers on every two weeks. But look, you know, I always say, my brother-in-law said one thing to me. There must have been 2,000 uh, Noel at, at, the, at the funeral. And he said something about three months later. He said, Mick, she's on a softer pillow now. And she is, and I believe that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I too, people in AA, our higher power is God, but my higher power is God and Danielle. We're going to have two major heart attacks in November, and when I went back to the hospital the next day after the operation, the nurses started clapping up because I had died on the way. But I'm still here, and I said, that's my higher power, Danielle, you know what I mean? She's up there saying, I don't want So she's protecting you, mate, is she? She doesn't want me up there giving out to her. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> So just finally, in, in relation in relation to these this family and what they should do about the twenty two year old, God, she's a young girl, twenty two. No, I'll get her to AA, and you know. But if they they so said many... they had arranged to get her to go to AA last year, but she abandoned the idea, and it comes back to this whole idea, Mick. You have to admit you have a problem before you want to do something about it, don't you? No, you have to admit it, and you have to be in the gutter, and that's the way it is. I was in the gutter, as I told you, I was in the gutter. No, I had nothing left. I was harmless for a while. After, see, the, the problem is, this girl is not in the gutter. She's being enabled because she's got a nice home, obviously caring parents who have a bit of money and she's getting her PUB payment or whatever payment she's getting at the moment. She's, she's, getting, up, yeah, she's yeah. lost three jobs in the last couple of years because of her drink and she's just bringing the drink home, drinking her money, her dole money, her PUP payment money or whatever it is she's getting and she's just drinking it. Well, the last thing I'd advise to do is don't put her out. You know, Get her in the system that she gets 150 quid a week, she hands up 50 or hands up 100. Get her to meet someone out of AA and just bring her to one meeting. There's so many good people in AA, and I mean young women, mm-hmm. women that are around 30 and 40 years, that would take her under their wing and talk to her, meet her, go for coffee with her. In these times, you can't really, you can go for a cup of coffee for a little walk, but there's so much help now out there. 
Yeah, and it does come down to just talking to people. Mick, I have to take a break. Will you stay there for a second, Mick? Because I want to talk to Mary after the break as well. Mary, please stay with me. I'm going to come straight after the break. Uh, and stay there too, Mick. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 What advice would you give to this parents? Maybe you've been through this yourself. Why right, somebody said, would you please pass on my condolences to Mick? Uh, my daughter died in similar circumstances only two weeks ago. Oh, very sorry. My gosh, it's terrible to hear about young people in that situation. Stay there, please, Mick, if you can. Uh, let, me go, let, let me go to Mary. Mary, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mary? Hello, are you speaking to me? Uh, I am indeed. Mary, how are you Hi, keeping? Hi, how are you? Good. How are you keeping? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. And you're an alcoholic? Well, I'm claiming that I am, yes. Okay, and how long are you off the drink? Or are you still on it? No, no, I'm drinking. Oh, oh you're still drinking? I, I'm claiming that I am. Okay, okay. And what advice would you give to somebody who is living with an alcoholic? I'd mind them. Um, I don't think that they should put the child out of the house. No. That's not going to end up very well. And are you, get, um, are you, are you, you getting help at the moment yourself? If you're not able to... Um, sorry. If you're not able to... Okay. Uh, perform at your best level. Mm-hmm. We were talking about a girl that was actually studying law. Yeah, she was studying law, yeah. Yeah. So she's obviously performing at a very high level. She was. Yeah, she not was. Now, not now. And she has the capacity to do that again. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't put her out of the house. And in your situation at the moment, are you, are you, you say you're still drinking. So yeah. are, are you getting help at the moment? No. I don't steal anything. I don't have to. But you are saying you're an alcoholic. I am. And why do you feel you don't want help? Oh, it's not that I don't want help. I just haven't sought help. I'm, I mean, I don't need help. As in, oh, how does this sound? This sounds very bad. Um, I haven't needed help because I've never stolen anything off anybody. I know, I know, but for your own, I have but for your own health. Where I had to take anything from anybody. I'm in not, not in that financial position. Oh, no, no, I, and I get that, and that's fine, but I'm talking about for your own health. Oh, yeah, I'm really in trouble my own health-wise. Okay, well then, so, so then why why don't you seek help or look for help? I'm um, I have to deal with my own personal mm. circumstances. Drink, are you drinking much? What would you call much? Well, I suppose I don't drink, so everything is much to me. But I, when I listen, when I listen to Mick, for example, and he said he was he was drinking two liters of vodka a day. Well, two liters, like I don't understand. The metrics, you see, I don't know. Okay, well, two litres is like, you know, like uh, two large cartons of milk. Ah, no, no. Full of vodka a day. No, I wouldn't be anywhere near that. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, but you do do believe you have a problem? I believe I have a problem because if it affects other people around you, you have a problem. But yours doesn't affect other people around you, it just affects you. No, it does. That's what I mean. Oh, it does affect other people around you. Like, if it's affecting other people around you, you have a problem. And if, if you're drinking... It's not about the volume, it's about... Okay, absolutely. And the drinking that you're doing currently at the moment, you, do you believe that's affecting other people around you? It is. And then why then do you think that... Or why do you think you haven't looked for help? Why haven't stopped? Sorry? Sorry. Why Sorry, do, Noel, I didn't hear what you why, asked. Why do you think that you haven't so far looked for help? Because there's no help. Plenty, plenty of help out there. No, no, no. Yeah, pl- I don't know where no, you live, and I, it's none I of my business. What but, you're saying now, but there's well, plenty of help out there who want to dictate to you. 
No, no, no. No, this is the way AA works. You just go to a meeting. You don't have to say anything. You just say hello. That's What's it. his name? His, na- his name is Mick. 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 He's an, he was an alcoholic. Yeah. I am an alcoholic. Oh, and still, still is. Mm-hmm. But all you have to do is just go to the nearest AA meeting. Now, I know the pandemic's on, and there's a lot of meetings are on Zoom. Where I yeah. live and work, we're lucky enough we can have three meetings a week. Yeah. Uh, live meetings, as we call them. But believe me, if it's affecting not you, other people, your family and all, you really need. And there is loads of help out there. Even if you can't get to a meeting, if you get to know people in AA, they will ring you every day. They will ring you as often as you like to talk about the weather, talk about whatever, you know, anything at all, just to help you, you know. Mary, well, Mary, can I ask you a question? Do you, Mary, I suppose it comes down to this, Mary. Do you think your life would be better without alcohol? Will they listen to me if I'm ashamed? You're ashamed. <laughs> we've all been there, uh, Mary. We've all been there. And these, what we do in AA, we don't judge. You know, we don't judge people. You know, that's the way. There was a chap sorry, came to Mary. a meeting. There was a chap came to a meeting last week, Mary. Last night, actually. And he drank Saturday. Or he drank Friday. Sorry, I can't hear you. What? I said, there's a, one of our members came to a meeting with us last night and yeah. he shared that he drank on Friday and Saturday. We didn't judge him. We all said, well, well done, you didn't drink today. And that's the way it works, give you encouragement, you know. And and well, 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 hang on, Mick, for a second. Uh, Mary, sorry, and I didn't want to upset you, Mary. I'm really sorry. I hope I haven't upset you. Um, when you say you're ashamed, well, you, there's, alcoholism is something that's very common. There's nothing to be ashamed of. But it's not you should be very proud of the fact you go for help. I rang in because that poor girl I know. that you were talking about, yeah, she may have just triggered something at some stage in her life that she may have just something just triggered her off. Yeah, you're right. Something and could have happened. Yeah, something happened in her life, and she just triggered. And when you say you, probably wait, just a lovely young woman. Hmm. It's okay. Don't don't be sorry. Don't be sorry, Mary. Lovely young woman. It could probably be an amazing young woman mm-hmm. if they get her off the alcohol. And and listen to me. Forget about the young woman for a second. I'm more concerned about you now, Mary. That you're so upset. When you say you're, there's nothing to be ashamed of, Mary. Well, I'm ashamed. No, but you. When when I tell you, you know because you've admitted on radio that you have a drinking problem. But my ex. Sorry. So you, you've admitted on the radio that you have a problem with with alcohol. Well, then, and so there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's loads of people out there in a similar situation to you, and, and a lot of people would love to help you. No, do you have my you number? If, you, if you'd like to give it to Mary, she could ring me at any time. What? Mick said you can have his number and you can ring him any time. Any time. I appreciate that, Mike. No, you're more than welcome, and if you're not in my area, I'm sure I know someone. I just want... I don't want, I've, I just want to just stop drinking. And you know what? It's probably the hardest thing in the world to do, Mary. But you won't, you'll find it difficult to do that on your own. And you know, you can, there's other people out there who've been through that, like Mick and like many other people, AA, of course, many uh, of their members and uh, the people who are in AA would have been through what you've been through, Mary, and they can help you. And there's no harm in asking you know, for a bit of help. Actually, just stay there for a second because somebody who has been very good at dealing with these situations, please, Mary, just stay with me, is Peter. Okay. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Peter? How's it going, Niall? How are you? Good. I mean, 
just, I suppose, Mary's on the other side there. She's she's a drinker. She knows she has a, a problem with drinking. And, you know, yeah. you had a problem with drugs, which is an addiction. And and you yeah. overcame that. And I suppose the thing that I'm trying to say to Mary is you will only get help if you ask for it. Exactly. Well, Mary, if you're, if you're listening to me there, is that yeah, every one of us has to get to a place in our lives where we're sick and tired of the life that we're living. And then only then, when we've hit that point in our lives, can we reach out a hand and ask for help, and there is help there. Um, AA is a, is a good option for people. There's all so many different options for people to have alcohol problems, and you're at the fourth stage. You know you have a problem. The second stage now is trying to reach out and try to change and go on and trying to find a place that will, that will help you to change, and that's, 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 that's what I done. I had to hit rock bottom. I had to lose everything before I realised, you know what, I need to change, I need to do something about it. And then I reached out and I was able to get the help that I needed. And I think, Mary, that's probably what you're going to have to do in, in saying that, Mary. And I do wish you well, Mary, I really do. And, and thanks to Mick. But Peter, just finally, because I've only got about a minute on this, in relation yeah. to this girl with the, the daughter, I mean, do you believe that throwing her out is going to achieve anything? It has one of... It's, it's a difficult situation, Noel, because the girl is 22. If they throw her out and it helps her to hit rock bottom and for her to realise she needs it to change, well, then it would be a good thing. But if they throw her out and then she meets the wrong people and ends up who knows where on the streets, it could be a bad thing. So it's a, it's a sort of roll the dice situation where if they throw her out, she could hit rock bottom and say, you know what, I need to stop drinking and I need to get my family back. Or... She can turn around and say, I'll give them the two fingers and show them and go and get involved with people that she shouldn't be involved in. I has two... two, two uh, so, so, so it can work one of both ways, very badly, or it could go well and make her realise she has a big problem. Peter, I'm sorry to cut you short, but I just ran out of time there, and I do apologise. I just want to read out this text. Hi, I'm a recovering alcoholic who's caused 30 years of pain and chaos. I finally got sober three years ago. Number one, I spent six weeks in John and God's. This gave me mind and body time to stabilise. Number two, uh, when there, I, they ex- explored mental triggers. If these exist and they can be tackled, you're halfway home. Number three, go to one AA meeting. There's nothing to lose. And if you stick to it, it's the start of a wonderful new life. And it works for me. Uh, get your GP to prescribe antibus, whatever that is. And uh, if you ingest even a tim. A Timble full of alcohol, uh, you are, are your body will make you shake and puke. Your body won't allow you to drink. Period. No matter how bad my craving, any uh, they're getting uh, less and less frequent. And abuse is my defense shield. Okay, and that comes in from Patrick. Uh, thanks for the advice, Patrick. I'm sure there's people listening who might take that advice and go to the doctor or GP and get prescribed that, whatever it is. I will talk to your doctor or GP about it before you start taking anything. But uh, And also, by the way, if you want some help, you can contact the Drugs and Alcohol Helpline provided by the HSE, which is 1-800-459-459. Contact Pieta House if you just need someone to talk to. 1-800-459-459. Uh, and also, the Samaritans is at double one six one two three. I think that's the number for Piet House because it's the same number that we use for the HSE there. Maybe it is. Uh, Samaritans, by the way, is double one six one two three. That's double one six one two three. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.